in submitting yourself to your husband and in and and recognizing his authority doesn't mean you don't have a voice. It doesn't mean that we become less than what we were when you met us. We as women of submission and women who uh, uh, recognize that our husband has the authority, it means that uh, after it's all said and done, whatever the head of our household decides, then we will, that will be our, if we're in agreement, that will be our submission there. If we're not in agreement, that'll be our prayer life. Welcome to the round table. It is another episode for us uh, this Sunday evening. I want to say thank you all for always tuning in, coming in and seeing what we're having here at the table. Uh, I wanted to jump right into today's topic. Uh, and this is to my ladies. This is to my the, uh, the women who have taken on a husband uh, to us wives. And uh, I know, I know, I know you're probably saying, well, what are you going to tell us about wives? Well, I got a lot I know about being a wife. Uh, I've been a wife twice. So I got a few things on the good, the bad and the ugly of being a wife. So uh, I wanted to share this because I have witnessed uh, some movement and some actions of women of God um, in in places in a difficult place. Let's say that. Um there is instructions, biblical instructions that God gives us pertaining to wives and what we ought to do. And I'm going to go through a few of those with us. They're just basic things that we should know as wives or that the Lord gives us. And we probably know from being in church or, or let's say studying the word of God on our own. And we've learned some some simple principles some uh, biblical principles that we have heard many times. And I think like one of them here uh, is about wives loving your husband, you know, uh, or, or not, not loving husband, husbands loving your wives and the wife respecting the husband. And so we, we hear this a lot in, in, in church and, and we teach it a lot in church, but there's another part to this that I wanted to give to women. Um, and I wanted to say, uh, let's go to First um, Peter three and one. This is in the LT version, um, but we we know that the the Word of God instructs uh, in Colossians three and eighteen instructs us wives to submit ourselves to our husband, uh, for this is fitting for those who belong to the Lord. We know that uh, submitting ourselves to our husband is what the Lord will require of us, and so. Uh, this is something that we have to learn as independent women before we are married. We have to learn as an independent woman to submit ourselves to our husbands. But I think the word submit somewhere in there, we got that a little crunched up and a little messed up 
also in first Peter three and one wives in the same way, it says wives in the same way you wives must accept the authority of your husbands. And it says, uh, then even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly lies will speak to them without any words and they will be won over. So accepting the authority of our husband and submitting ourselves to our husband somewhere in that wash, it got it mixed up that we are to be uh, dominated or 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 uh, uh, submission means to be stepped upon or uh, to have no voice. And it doesn't mean that. Uh, And and sometimes when when. Maybe a man has um, a problem with his authority. He may find himself using that scripture in the, in the wrong content. In submitting yourself to your husband and, in, and, and recognizing his authority doesn't mean you don't have a voice. It doesn't mean that we become less than what we were when you met us. We as women of submission and women who uh, uh, recognize that our husband has the authority, it means that uh, after it's all said and done, that whatever the head of our household decides, then we will that will be our if we're in agreement, that will be our submission there. If we're not in agreement, that'll be our prayer life. In other words, we don't rule over him and try to manipulate him to to go our way or to do it our way. I've seen that. I've seen wives that that manipulate their husbands in order to get their way. And that's not submission. That is not a recognized authority because you got him to bend to your will, uh, be it by way of, uh, you know, we have little ways that we as women do in order to try to get a man to bend our way. Or to or to or to go in our direction. That's not submission. Uh, you're breaking that man's will, or you're breaking that man's authority by using your leverage to get him to succumb to what you want him to do, and that's something that we shouldn't do. But my 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 thought that I that I'm really going to today is that I've seen it done both. Both ways, the wrong way where a woman submits and recognizes the authority, uh, which is to uh, give up her who she is as a person. And I've seen this sometimes and in good marriages, bad marriages and in different marriages. The man, when he falls in love with us, he falls in love with what he met. He falls in love with the woman. Uh, If you were, let's say, um, a person who did domestic thing, cook, you know, all of these things, that's what he fell in love with. So you can't now after marriage turn around and not do those things and expect him to still have that same adoration that he had when he first met you. The same thing with a woman that that uh, if your husband found you and fell in love with you and you were uh, assertive and career minded, you 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 stood on your own two feet. You can't now become docile 
or become what I call a disrag and just let him wipe his feet on you and expect for him to have the same adoration for you that he had when he first met you. You have to maintain who you are as a person, as a woman, without still taking away from your husband as the authority, but it's still allowing him the ability to to uh, to manage the home and you be subject to that management. So it's a it's a balance that has to happen. You can't give up who you are because now you take away the woman he fell in love with. And in the same way, you can't take and not allow him or bring into subjection your role as his wife, as him being the lead to lead the family or to lead your home and recognize his authority. And I know you're saying, well, how do you do that? Because it's, it's not a hard thing to do. We just have to know how to play your role. You have to know how to, 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 to play your part as a wife. Um, I think that strong men and men who are, are assured of themselves have no problem with a wife with a thought and, a, and an opinion. Um, when I see uh, male factors that don't want to hear their wife's voice in a matter, it says something to me sometimes about that male. It says something that maybe he is feeling maybe um, uh, a little less or he may feel a little intimidated by her thought. Like no one sits at a corporate table or business table and have a meeting of the minds and don't hear every possible aspect of what can make that company better. Well, it's the same thing in a home with a husband and a wife. When you come to the table for the meeting of the minds, it is it is lucrative for that family. It is to the best interest of that family if we hear all aspects and all perspectives of that of that situation to determine whether or not what's best for the family. And when I see that a male may not necessarily appreciate that, it says to me something about that male. Maybe there's a little intimidation there that he may feel or the woman is more assertive than she need be in the situation, not recognizing his authority as the word of God tells us here in first Peter, not recognizing his authority and therefore, um, not giving him the position he would need in order to make decisions and feel okay about the decisions they're making. Now I'll say this, every decision that our husbands make does not necessarily mean it's the best decision. Your way may be a better way, but to help build this man up, you may have to let it roll in his direction the way he says to do it. If it's not going to bring harm uh, and it may take longer, it may just be to your best interest to dime back. See, recognize his authority and dime back and let him make the decision as the head of the household so that he can learn that I can be the head of the household and my wife is supportive of me and we don't have to be combative. You know, but when you take it in that way, when you become combative with your husband in a decision that he's making for the family, it it breaks something in him that doesn't allow him to lead and have the confidence in leading the way he needs to. Now, flipping that over, uh, you also don't want to be a go along to get along. It's something about. Uh, we women, when we when we still have our strength as a spouse with also recognizing the authority in our husband 
as we submit to his authority and his final word. For the most part, when a man falls in love with a woman that was assertive, that was a thinker, that was uh, one who uh, uh, could stand on her own two feet, that's the woman he fell in love with. Don't dismiss that woman trying to be something else that you think he wants, because if he wanted that type of woman, he would have married that type of woman. He, for the most part, if he fell in love with the strong a woman with, with, uh, with, with ideas and vision and goals, you can't now become this helpless person and expect your husband to still have this adoration. That's what I'm trying to get to this adoration for you, uh, because you're no longer that woman that he fell in love with. And uh, you'll find that, and, and unfortunately, this happens in marriages sometimes, and, uh, and there's no justification for stepping to the left or the right in your marriage, but you'll see this sometimes in that movement. They're looking for that woman they fell in love with, and I'm not justifying by any means or any stretch of the imagination. It's wrong, dead wrong, nothing but wrong. But we women, we can, we can help hold our own hold our home together by not transforming into something that he didn't fall in love with in the beginning. Whatever you were at the time of, of, of his attraction, um, you need to maintain that. Um, I, 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 I'll say this as women, um, uh, the, the word submission cannot be used in the sense of close your mouth and don't have anything to say. We should not allow ourselves to be put in that position and husbands should not put us in that position. But when we find ourselves where you have a, a spouse or husband that will tell you to hush your mouth, I've had the final say, I'm, I'm having the final say, that's borderline a little bit abusive there. A husband that is strong in who he is as a man has no problem listening to your voice and hearing your voice and then taking into consideration what you're saying to make a better decision or a decision for the family as a whole. So it doesn't become cute for us as women to lower our abilities. Uh, I know we got this picture, the... Um, fairy tale thing with uh, the damsel in distress. Um, that may be good in some cases that uh, 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 the damsel in distress, but what the damsel in distress really is, is not that you are not a woman that, that needs a man to do everything for you. What the damsel in distress is, is that when I'm in a tight spot, damsel in distress, in distress, when I'm in a bad place, when I'm in a spot that I need some help, here you are, my knight in shining armor, to help me. That's what damsel in distress means. Meaning, you know, uh, I shouldn't be a damsel in distress every day, all day. You'll wear somebody out, woman. You'll wear that man out. Um, you should as you should be able to carry your position in the household as the wife. You should, if you got a man who is able to do everything, 
that's good. But just because he's able to do everything doesn't mean he should do everything. You can wear a person out. You know, I always say that, you know, you can wear your welcome out. <laughs> if you go to somebody's house and, and, you know, when you first come in the door, you know, you're the guest. And so they may cater to you as, as, as their guest. Uh, but if you stay two weeks, uh, what you got coming through the door may not be what you getting at the end of two weeks. You need to, at some point, feel the need to carry your weight. In other words, you know, you, you're going to take on a role where you'll become a help or, or, or an assistance to that person. You know, it, like if that person, let's say, uh, gave you the, 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 the run of the kitchen. Okay, go in there and, and, and do something. Go in there and make yourself at home and take the burden off of that person of having to take care of you as a guest. Damsel in distress doesn't mean you're supposed to be in trouble all the time, every day, and the husband have to rescue you all day. That's a tiresome place to be. That's a, that's a way down place to be when the husband's got to constantly pick you up, constantly assist you, constantly do everything, constantly be your uplift, constantly. That will get old and tiresome. And after a while, uh, even the best of us get tired. Even the best of people get tired in having to constantly rescue someone when all they have to do is sometimes just stand up a little bit. You know, meet a person half the way. And so I, 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 I decided to do this show because I have seen this action in 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 in, in play where uh, a woman is um, in a bad place and uh, she needs her husband's attention. But sometimes getting his attention is not being a damsel in distress. Sometimes to get your husband's attention means you stand up and be the person that you were when they first met you. Be the person that you were when they fell in love. Be the person that you were. You know, like I know we women, we have a tendency and, and, and I have to check myself on, on these occasions sometimes. Just don't get too lax in front of your husband in common things, you know, yeah, uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna have your hair wrapped up, you know, one day because you got you're doing your hair, it shouldn't be wrapped up every day. You know, it shouldn't be where you know uh, where you you know you don't take the initiative to spray your body with colognes. Uh, you should be able to do things that will tantalize him from the onset to the middle on to the end of your marriage. Don't become so lax that, oh, he know this by now. He know me by now. He know this is what I do. But no, you have to keep this thing fresh and clean and good and exciting in some points. And no, no, you're not going to be able to be exciting every day, especially when you start having children. And then especially when you get our age, you know, exciting is a treat. <laughs> Exciting is, you know, like vacation. You know, when you get to be almost 60 years old, you know, yeah, you have exciting moments. But, you know, as you know, 60 years old, you tired most of the time. You, I'm tired. I just want to sit here and look out and, and, and let the, the, the trees blow. And, you, you know, you in that you, you're getting into that call of the uh, the um, the golden years where you're just chilling. And so, uh, you know. 
being be, being the, the the life of the party every day is not is not your thing. But at some point in this stretch, even in your 60s, you have to have those moments. You have to have those times where it's exciting. And 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 so what I'm saying is that we have to keep it fresh. You you your husband, I think personally, this is my own personal opinion. Now I can have it. I can have it. I don't think women should you know, use the restroom with their husband and do everything in front of him. That's just me. I just think there's some things that we should be private about. It should be between you and God. Should not, you know, your husband shouldn't be privy to every aspect of all of your bodily functions. I just think that there's something we should not do. And I think we need to keep those things like that fresh. Women, when we when we are uh, put in the position as as a wife and we got children, I know we get tired because I did. I, when my kids were little, I, I got tired. But you have to have those exciting moments. You have to create those moments and stand up. My thing is the biggest thing is is don't lay down and take uh, uh, submission as um, give up or submission as I, I no longer have that. He, he does everything and he decides everything and he, that's not submission. And don't let it be that be the person that, that this man fell in love with from day one to, to the end of your, uh, your lives until like they say, death do you part. If we can do those things, you can grow your marriage, you can grow your relationships, you can grow your bonds and your friendships as husband and wife. And so the Bible tells us uh, for wives to submit ourselves to our husbands and to respect their authority. And then it turns around and tell the husband to love the wife as Christ loved the church. And those things are significant because, first of all, men are physical and women, you know, we go for the heart matters. You know, we go for the, you know, the feelings and all the, you know, all of that gooey, ooey stuff. And the men is driven by the physical. So if the man is driven by the physical, what in the world makes us think that a man is going to be attracted to a woman who won't take pride in herself? Who doesn't carry herself uh, uh, in a sense of uh, strength, even a lion. If you go back to the to the animal kingdom. You know, animal kingdom love the chase. The lion, the male lion, he loves to chase. He loves, you know, the, the, the idea of chasing or going after, you know, the heat of battle is a, is a good thing for them. But we don't give them that after we get married. We, we, we don't allow the chase. We don't allow them to still have that hunt feeling with us or for us. We, we, we immediately give in and, and, uh, when you have a husband who, when he met you, you were a thinker, you were uh, one who who uh, had your own ideas and own thoughts, you were strong in his eyes, his mind went to, we can do this thing together. But when you get to that point where you don't uh, uh, allow yourself to be that strength anymore and, and that assistance that help me to him anymore and you become a, 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 a bag of rocks that he has to pull along, you will drain your relationship. You will drain the relationship between you and your husband. If he's got to pull you along, because when he saw you um, as a strength, as a help me, he, it, it was that it was to come together and let's do some things. And then instead of you just using the concept of submission and authority recognition, 
which means that at some point, regardless of what my thoughts are and his thoughts are, I am going to submit to his uh, authority and his uh, final word on a matter. It's it's we 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 gave up and said we'll just let him do everything. And you can't because if you don't have input, nobody is an island. Uh, 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 no one person as an island is a success. Let's say that you can be an island, but you won't be a success. You have to have import. You have to have some input into you. You have to have things brought to you because you don't have everything on your island that you need. You and, and not be uh, 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 any more than what you are. You you could just eat coconuts every day, but uh, you know every now and then you might want to import something else. And that's what it is a relationship. Husband and wife. Wife imports so that he can make a decision and have a better island than what you had. So don't give up your uh, your your thoughts and your ideas, your dreams. Don't give up on yourself as a person. Uh, even when the marriage is bad. Come on, let's talk about the bad marriage. When the marriage is 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 uh, frailing and, and, and unraveling and coming apart. You're going to have to find that strength in Christ. Now, I'm talking to the believers here. You're going to have to find that strength. To to undergird, to get in there and put plant your feet. So that you don't become this discouraged, disrag, just whatever happens, happens. And then you let uh, things just come and go as they please. And you don't have a say. You have to have a say. You have to hold, sometimes hold a line, hold a standard. Hold your position as a, as a woman of strength. There's nowhere in the Bible where the Bible tells us that we, we're not supposed to be strong. I don't know why we feel like when we get married, we, we lose our strength. We don't. We do not lose our strength. And the husband does not want us to lose. Not a strong man. A strong man does not want us to lose our strength. He wants to bring our strength together and create something greater. So we got to we got to get back to that beginning line there. If you got off track with that and you felt like submission and, and recognizing his authority meant you became nothing or that you gave up your thoughts, your ideas, your plans, your dreams. No, that's not what it meant. It did not mean that. And if you got that on both sides wrong, then you can go back and fix that. That's not what it meant. It just meant that at some point when it came down to making a decision, somebody's got to make a decision. And if you're on opposite ends of those decisions or not seeing eye to eye on decision, then the, it, it falls to the husband, the authority and the submission. Finally, sir, it's your, it's your decision. Cause that's with me and my husband. Like we'll have a discussion about something in the household and uh, I'll give my opinion and my view on it. But ultimately, sir, it's your decision. Ultimately you make the final decision. And, uh, you know, I always tell me as long as it don't cost me my soul, we good. I'm going to fall in line. It's going to be good. As long as it's not costing me my bodily uh, 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 health and wealth, good. We'll, as long as it doesn't go against the plans and the will of God, good. I fall in line. And that's how you have to put it. You know, you have to keep it in this perspective. You know, don't lose who you are as a person. Don't lose your soul. Don't lose your relationship with God. Don't, you know, as long as it doesn't cost you your bodily uh, health and stuff like that, that's the submission. I, I yield uh, the final vote to you. That's, that's what 
yielding and submission means to someone's authority. So in the sense of uh, wives, I want you to rethink husbands, rethink submission and recognition, recognition of authority. Allow husbands, allow your wife to be the woman that you fell in love with. Allow her that growth, because even what you found was budding. If you allow it can grow even the more. I thank God that my husband uh, doesn't feel intimidated by what God does through me in, in my life. He doesn't feel intimidated. He doesn't feel the need to be in competition. There's no competition. There's 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 work to do for us all. And he doesn't feel like if it's not coming through him that that it, it can't be done. He doesn't feel the sense to hold, hold me back to not let me what he feel like may shine outshine him. It's not that kind of party for us. We just want to be pleasing to the Lord. So in the sense of that, he feels as though whatever it is that the Lord will have you to do, you do that. And so this is why even the round table is even born, because he didn't feel intimidated by what God has showed me about the round table. And uh, I thank God because it's still kind of unfolding and, 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 and coming into fruition uh, what the round table is. But at the end of the day, I didn't have to give up who I was as a person. Um, Sandy, me, no last name, just Sandy, in order to be his wife. And then to me, I maintain that what he fell in love with by not yielding or giving up who I am as a person. I'm still Sandy. Uh, I just am now Sandy Powell. But the, the, the person that I was before that, I shouldn't have to be somebody else. I shouldn't have to let go of who I am as a person in order to be his wife. So I just wanted to come on a little bit today. Um, because I'm seeing even in the young marriages, this is uh, this is a very uh, detrimental thing that's happening in young marriages. Uh, the battle of authority or either um, the subduing of your your mate. And uh, you shouldn't have to subdue your mate. You know. We, we have the authority here on the earth, but that was given to mankind to have a dominion and subdue. You know, we subdue the animals. We subdue the earth. We sub but each other, you know, wives are to submit. That's not something a husband has to take. If he feel like he has to take it, then, you know, that's not how it's supposed to go. Just like a uh, husband ought to love their wives. Wives can't make the husband love them by manipulation and using leverage. That's not how it's supposed to. These gifts are supposed to be given freely. Submission and authority, love. It's supposed to be a back and forth. And then there's a scripture that takes it all the way to another level. This says husband and wife submit one to another. So that is, that's, that's gifting. That's not something that's taken. You don't subdue it from your wife. You don't take authority over her in that manner where you, where you Take authority. We are to recognize your authority. Recognizing authority means you already have it, sir. We just recognize it. And, and so this uh, young couples, um, I just say regroup. We think reevaluate your marriage. Reevaluate it with the with the thought of what truly submission is, what true uh, recognition of authority is, what it means to to be subject to one another, uh, allowing each other like 
allowing each other like flowers in a in a flower bed. You know, you don't have to out shower each other or outshine each other in order to get sunshine. There's enough sunshine for everybody. We can, we can stand side by side and grow. Husband and wives can grow and compliment one another. Nothing like seeing the better flowers and they compliment each other. They're not the same flower, but they side by side, they, they work very well together. They, it brings a beautiful picture together. Husband and wives ought to do that one for another. It should look like a very beautiful picture when they come together. Not the same different in just about every sense of the word, but the blended together, they are beautiful uh, a bouquet of flowers. And so uh, I want to encourage those who have uh, given more than you should have given. You've, um, you, you thought submission was, was give up and give in, or you thought uh, recognizing authority meant that you had no voice, that you had to Hush your mouth or hush your thoughts, shut down your thinking, uh, become docile or dishraggish. I call it dishraggish because you just limp and just fall to the ground. And uh, and now um, your worth or self-value is solely based on what someone else is thinking or doing toward you. But it's not. We think that position. And if you are the person that is creating that position, of a person being a dishrag or a docile or uh, you're hushing their mouth. Um, rethink your position. You could have a much better island if you work alongside with your spouse. Work alongside with them. Allow them a place of voice uh, because I know this about uh, perspective. You can't see everything. Even in battle, you have battle buddies. You, you can't see every position. You have to allow people that are around you that, that love you to see another perspective and see another way. And then that way you can have the best position for the best success. So I want to thank you all for joining me today on the roundtable for allowing me to, to share this one thing. And I, I, make, I get to these places, I do these shows uh, because I... I I'm a, a, a watcher and a viewer. I see things. And so sometimes people receive them better when they hear it in a wide open spray as opposed to in a direct way. Sometimes people don't really, uh, they'll be in denial about what is being said or done. But in actuality, if we're able to just in our quiet time hear this type of thing, um, that we're able to accept it a little bit better and maybe do something in, a, in this what I call Restoring in the, in the spirit of meekness in a quiet place where uh, the world doesn't have to see your transformation. So be transformed, be renewed, be restored if that is you. And uh, I'll see you again at the next roundtable meeting. Until then, be blessed and know that I love you.